What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Lone Salesman. And today we have a special episode with a crypto panel discussion. This is somewhat of a follow-up from our last discussion with Redbush about NFTs. We kind of want to do more so a deep dive into the crypto. And with that, I'm going to get a little help from three of my colleagues. We have DJ Manil Ice, who is a cybersecurity professional. DJ DNZ, who's done his own frequent research on the subject, and we've talked with him before on the Ohms Lounge. And last but not least, we have Pinfresh D, a IT professional. So let's get right into it. Well, first off, how do you guys know each other? So I met D off of Craigslist originally, right? Okay. Japan and, Craigslist. Interesting. And then Manila Ice, I met on. It's a it's it's like Grinder, but it's not. Okay. Bumble, I'm maybe. Gonna, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Okay. Well, well, you know, we don't have to dig into that. That's not that's not why we're here today. Uh, no, uh, D, I met through uh, one of a mutual close friend that we have. Okay. Manila Ice is a legend in his own right in Definitely. multiple facets, and I first knew of him in the battle scene. And he's good friends with some of my good friends back home. So it's all six degree of uh, non-separation. Non-separation. Because we all all came together. (laughs) Instead of separated. (laughs) That's great. I mean, that's that's, that's fair to say, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like I met you. I was told by like Snake Eyes to hit you up whenever I was like in Tokyo on business. Yeah, we met up and we were like scratching, and then I was out again on business, and that's when we uh, like DJed at the club. So yeah, that's kind of how these things work out, man. Out here on the business, yeah, so right. important. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, you know, it was it is a hacking competition, so like it's it's there is a lot of money being chanced, but it's like fun aspects of the contest that were uh, that are going on too. So um, you know, it's business and you know a little bit of fun too. Oh, nice. Lots of fun. Well, I'll, I'll I'll say that too. So yeah. To to kind of like, I mean, everyone kind of knows what crypto is by now. And if you don't, you're probably living under a rock, or I don't know, you just don't care about it, which is fine. But uh, what what could what do you guys, if you guys could summarize what crypto is, or at least the cryptocurrency, how would you guys put it? I think I think Manila Ice has the best the best uh definition of what it is. And he says it all the time. I think, I think cryptocurrency is a good representation of storing and trading of value. To most people, they see crypto as like crypto numbers and tokens and like whatever it is. It's you know just a bunch of numbers, uh, but it's unique numbers that are going on. It's saying this is assigned this value of this piece of property. It's a virtual property. It's not something that you can like um, see or smell per se. You could basically just see it in like a well, computer. But, now you know. But, now with the but, the crypto and property, you know, it's, it's something proper. Crypto and property is tangible now. But I get what you're yeah. saying. I mean, they're up. I just yeah. want to throw that out there. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. It absolutely is like. It's it's definitely tangible because like you could actually have like 
you know, minted Bitcoins and stuff like that and minted oh, true, like true. Dogecoin. So, you know, but is it something that you want to be like actually like physical and tangible? It's just like, you know, would you like to just be sitting on a bunch of gasoline right now? You don't want that at your house, but you do want that in some storage facility where you can like own it and have it just in case like something goes bad. People do that. People buy lots of gasoline tankers or whatever they do, and maybe they sell it and trade it just like any other commodity. So it's property, and that's how the government, the U.S. government, classifies it. So you're basically buying a piece of property that stores value of some sort. So this is a unique thing, and it's verified in the fact that you can't really double spend it like you can like with like counterfeit money and stuff like that, right? So that's kind of the power in what cryptocurrency has solved is there's not really an opportunity for someone to really double spend like with, you know, things that are prone to fraud, like writing hot checks or having counterfeit money or, you know, it's very like these things that are generated are cryptographically unique in that regard. And they're also verified by multiple parties as like a good or bad transaction so that it becomes less fraud resistant. Whereas, you know, our real money today, stuff that you actually use dollars for again, whatever the uh, native local currency that you're using, the actual power today to be able to transact and use your actual money today on the internet is basically has to go into some bank somewhere and you could use a debit card to spend it, or you use a credit card, and then you have this ledger that is basically maintained by Visa, MasterCard, American Express, any major credit card company, or whichever bank is like giving you some type of line of credit or going straight off of like your actual checking account ledger or savings account ledger. Uh, they're right. basically keeping track of all that, and you're trusting that they're going to do a good job. You know. And, <laughs> We we coin crypto as as magic internet monies. That, that was the answer and, I was looking for. Yeah, I was getting <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, you know, Matt Matt is Matt is a smart man. He has to let you know. Well, he has a point. No. Yeah, he does, and that's the beauty of magic internet monies. You know, initially no, well, outside of minting, you know, Bitcoin was untangible, untraceable, or Bitcoin or coins in general, and. Um, yeah. They only hold value, you know, as, as far as customer demand. I mean, it's similar to the dollar, but it's not a dollar. Basically, you know, what Matt's describing is, you know, the whole process of the blockchain, everything being decentralized away from the banks. But now we're seeing government stepping in, trying to tax people on crypto, and uh, they're trying to more so commercialize it. Uh, a lot of companies are trying to do that. And then you see well, altcoins. I mean... And- the, the commercialization and, and the taxing of it isn't so much of the thing, right? Like, it's not like it's going hand in hand. It's more of like now that well, it's becoming so popular and so many people are getting rich off of it, the government wants their cut. They want well, a cut of that. You know what not, I mean? It's not that. It's not that. I mean, you the government definitely, no, the government is definitely going to get their cut, regardless, one way or another, whether it, even if it's you know, decentralized or not. The government's more concerned with tracking and money laundering, or so they say. 
that's the that's well. It the does make sense. I mean, if you think I mean, about it, it does make sense because it's it's virtually untraceable to an extent. And you know, you can launder money. It's probably the smartest way to launder money, even though that's not what we're supposed to be discussing today. <laughs> but that's. But that's that didn't the, go into effect until what last year? A little later. It doesn't or, matter when it goes into effect. It's more so that this is the public reason why the government is is making a, or this is the reason why the government say, "Hey, we need to do this. We need to start being able to track, then tax." If you notice the big, if you hear the conversations, the conversations are all about. Where's this money going and where's it coming from? More so than the tax. The tax is going to get hit anyways because, you know, the government. That's what they're going to end up doing. That's the main reason. They can't put it out there and be like, hey, guys, we're going to tax Bitcoin. It's going to cause problems in general and in the marketplace. I mean, you, it's almost, quote, unquote, market manipulation. I mean, you, you need to look at Bitcoin like you look at stocks as far as, like, uh, insider trading. Yeah, value worth the limitations and how the government wants to get their foot in. The exact same. That's ex- they're trying to do the exact same thing they was talking about, and then and in turn just push out the middleman, the little guys like us who are just we get rich, we get rich. But it's just another way, you know, keep the rich rich and the poor yeah, from achieving those levels of was, risk. But it's still like I'm saying was. You know, before they started wanting to know, you know, oh, if you if you end up making gains off it and you you sell your shares and then you know you pull out and say, you know, you started with 10k and you bubbled up and made a couple mil, you're going to get taxed on that that extra Absolutely. that you made, right? But that wasn't a thing. Uh, half a year ago, a year ago, like like they weren't trying to really do that. I think they've been trying to do that for a long time until it started getting popular. Until it started getting popular, yeah, amongst just regular people. I mean, you got to also understand, like, people have been getting rich off Bitcoin for at least. I mean, not Bitcoin. Let me not. Let me not just focalize on Bitcoin in general. Yeah, right. And so, but 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 you got to remember how many back in. You know, five years no, ago. No, we didn't have year. so many, but the, the the point I'm trying to make is it, it wasn't the fact that people were getting rich. It was the fact that masses were getting rich and people were deviating from the stock market to start investing monies in Bitcoin. And then that's when, you know, like you said, part of it is taxation, but then the other part of it is like, where is this money going? Who are these people that are rich? We don't know who they are. So we can't keep a quote unquote eye on them. But I think that that Matt will probably have a better opinion on that than both of us. Part of my job is to like, you know, I've had to look at like lots of transactions on a blockchain based on like addresses I've found in malware, and I've found stuff in millions. Like, there's been lots of like decent, yeah. There's been lots of like something that gets dropped onto a system, and like you'll follow the address and you could see that it's been spread through like a bunch of different countries and a bunch of different things that can be happening with this, this malware. And you could see the mining address and what kinds of input it's producing throughout the entire lifetime of the blockchain. And you see that like, wow, depending on the data is it, it could be in millions. It could be in thousands. It could be like, in you know, double digit millions or whatever. 
And going back to what you said about that, yeah, because like with the addresses, that's where it ends, right? Because beyond that, you can't figure out whose address that is, who owns it, because it's all decentralized, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. It goes. I mean, like, there's things that can happen where, like, it'll like be part of like an endpoint that goes into an exchange, and that it gets thrown into some account. But you have to like ask questions with the that exchange, and then they can sit here and transfer that to some other like cold wallet somewhere. Or mm-hmm. some I mean, other, you think about like, how easy it is to get another address done. for any of your coin. I mean, yeah. it's the press of a button. Yeah. You got a whole new address. Yeah, you're, you know, and, <laughs> and that's without having to go through you know any kind of right or shit, right? Right. So you can just do it all your own, all on your own. And then Matt just said too, like. You know, if you got a cold wallet, what are they going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they can't trace your cold wallet like that. Like, it's harder to it's harder to trace a cold wallet than it is, you know, to trace. You might as well just rob a bank. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm being serious. You might as well just rob a bank. So it's also something that most people aren't really doing, and also not really thinking about. Is you know okay? We're gonna for the for the common investor. Okay, where where am I gonna go to to make these investment investments and purchases? Right? Oh, I'm gonna go to crypto.com. I'm gonna go to Binance. I'm gonna go to Coinbase. Right? And they figure, okay, I'm just gonna open this account, open this wallet for Bitcoin or Ethereum. Right? They're they're those are probably the two most common that they would know, unless they know about like uh, any altcoin, like yeah. Dogecoin, for example, yeah. Dogecoin, yeah, Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, Shiba yeah. Inu, Elon. Those are the popular uh, altcoins mm-hmm. right now. Some and, of the popular. And at that point, like you know, now that those are on major markets and platforms, you know they'll they'll get those wallets specifically for that, right? Because you have to have a, a individual wallet for an individual coin, right? Unless you have a coal wallet, which can hold X amount or X coins right unless you update so they're not going to think about having okay i need to have this extra account or extra wallet over here just in case so because they can you know the company knows who you are right you have to do the know your customer right there's a verification process yeah before you can even buy it so if you got your money there the company knows oh yeah and but once you move that to like another wallet so you you know what's to say you can't you don't open another account on you know one of those big three and then you just don't do the know your customer and you just push your shit over there right all they got to email you can come up with a fake email you don't got to put your (laughs) info on email nobody does that nope Nope. unless it's a professional email even then like you're not going to use your professional email if that's what you're tr- if you're trying to make sure like it's off grid and you know it's that much harder to get information on you're not going to do all that definitely but i mean that's that's for people that are like actually trying to hold trying to invest trying to go long term if they've amassed a lot that's probably what those people are doing but other than that the common person isn't doing that well Going back to what you said earlier about altcoin and uh, regular coins, can you kind of briefly summarize or explain to people who might not know what a difference is between a coin like Ethereum 
and uh, Bitcoin is to like an altcoin, like uh, Doge, for example? I mean, altcoins are pretty much, they're, they're, a lot of them are newer coins. A lot of them are just meme coins, right? Uh, what, what was the what was the big one back in the day? Manila Ice, the uh, the gay fish, Kanye gay fish. Oh yeah, I remember I that. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't even know. So, yeah, a lot was, of, a lot of, yeah, a lot of those those type coins, you know, are are kind of like pump and dump coins. They usually fizzle out. You know, they don't have any real worth outside of that, that immediate purchase where the person made it. You know, they made a quick buck because a bunch of people just jumped on it and then it's over. Yeah, <laughs> like right. no coin is a perfect example of that too. Like it just happened recently where it's like they put the coin up, it jumped up two hundred eighty-five thousand percent, and then back it's back to the same level it was at the entry. So like yeah. wow. basically like people were able to pump hard on that and then make the sales and then they're like rich overnight off of like a tweet from McDonald's, like which is uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So like there's yeah. if you're not quick on the draw, then you lose, right? I mean it's like I said with Well, I don't you, you don't lose because you don't put any money in, but like, you know, box. it's you miss out, I guess, right? Yeah, you miss out. Right. It's one of those things where it's like if that's what you're looking to do, as far as like, you know, crypto trading goes, then you know, you'd be on it. But if you're doing it just because like, oh McDonald's tweeted it. This shit's going to go big. I'm going to buy, you know, five grand worth and then sit on it. And then, you know, you're not like a day. Yeah. You're not like an educated <laughs> you don't need to or be, investor. Then you don't need to be educated. And that's the difference between the coins and the stock market in itself. You know, the coins, you don't necessarily have to be educated. You could do what several people are doing and invest in coins that are fractions of a penny and just hope they hit. You're, you may. "Quote unquote," lose some of the initial investment, but if you if you're buying a coin that's five decimal points away from one penny, and then you spend fifty bucks, you know you're either going to gain or you're going to lose the fifty bucks. How big of a hit is fifty dollars compared to like if you try to do the same thing in a stock market? You know you got to wait infinite amount of time. You got to yeah. put in an infinite amount of money to make the same type gains that you could just gamble on in the in the current altcoin crypto market but that's what i think it is too like so i think altcoins are more for like the habitual gamblers than it is for like folks that are that are either trying to be on some long-term investments or whatever else in between because like yeah those coins are like super fucking volatile compared to some of the the more stable coins, right? I mean, and, this is true, but then yeah. you're 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 thinking about risk versus reward. I mean, the things that are volatile usually are are mega cheap too. Yeah, you know, it's not like you're you're dropping thirty six thousand on Bitcoin. But that's also the know? same thing with with a gambler's mentality is like risk versus reward, right? Like no, you, you don't... I don't know because I do like, for instance, my current investments outside of the stuff that you know that. We're sitting on that, you know, we have a five, quote, 10 year plan. The things that I'm looking at now are, like I stated before, altcoins that are fractions of a penny because the investment is so cheap, it doesn't hurt, you know, if I lose said investment. But, you know, I'm just not like I'm just throwing money on any coin. You know, I am doing 
and due diligence. You know, we talk about these things all the time yeah. when we start talking about crypto. But, so, you know, it's just like little man, little money, big gain. It's not gambling is more so, <laughs> you yeah. know. But, okay, uh, so here's here's a better scenario, right? You know what? I think it's, it's, it's uh, definitely a calculated risk for sure. Yeah, you guys are yeah. making an assessment of like, here's like the state of like where it currently is. And let's see the social interaction with this coin. Let's see how mm-hmm. this thing might be using, uh, used in the future. Let's say like as an NFT for a game or something. Let's yeah. see, like, let's, let's see what's, why this thing is hot, why people right. are trying to acquire more of this coin. And if you're able to like capitalize and drop down at the right time, you might hit it. I mean, that's exactly what happened with Doge for us. Like, it's yeah. down now to like 14, obviously from the high when it was like 70 something. So like for me, I was in at four cents and then it went up to 40 cents and I basically sold my original cash investment of like $200 and got the original $200 out and I've been riding the rest ever since. So yeah. like nice. I've like literally put zero money into crypto, which so, is, which is crazy to me. So. so, so here's the thing too, right? Especially with, with altcoins that we should have said first, a lot of it too has to has to do with like some of these altcoins are actually trying to do something, and by something I mean like it's true. They're, they're not just project. Gimmicks. Yeah, there's projects attached to it where you know, let's say uh, they're trying to build a crypto treasury, right? Or they're trying mm-hmm. to uh use it to fund like whatever type of blockchain tech like ethereum right ethereum is basically like a uh a blockchain pathway or or a highway that they that only ethereum users use and on that highway we have all these other lanes that can be used for different type of programs that's what a lot of altcoins try to do or try to say they do is they're trying to make this type of program for for the blockchain. They're trying to make this type of tech that uses whatever they're calling their blockchain tech. And I mean, that's kind of what's attached with altcoin. And it's usually always like small projects, no projects, or bullshit like uh, we're we're trying to make right. a radio station. <laughs> Like rug radio, <laughs> no. But anyway, uh, like yeah. What what percentage would you say of these like altcoins are actually trying to make a difference? I mean, obviously Ethereum's being used for several different things. But what would you say? Like, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't consider Ethereum an altcoin at this point. Yeah. No. Ethereum's no. It's it's. Altcoin. I'm not saying it's an altcoin, but more so like the the uses. Like if you, for instance, if you go to let's just say Coinbase. Coinbase has all the major coins and altcoins and the up-and-coming altcoins. So if you were to go look at Coinbase and check the trade list, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good standard of what is current, what's good, what's up and coming, and what's stable as far as coins, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and altcoins. You can also get more data on each of these points. And I'm using Coinbase because it's probably the most known and the easiest one to use as far as uh, being user-friendly GUI. But you can get more information. You can get plenty of information on all these coins. Uh, A lot of the questions you may have, aside from going to that particular coin source page, 
you can probably pull off any of the major coin banks per se. Because I call it consider Coinbase a coin bank and not necessarily a uh, cryptocurrency platform, even though that's what it is. That's where you can find all the mainstream. Uh, really, for Americans, I think Coinbase is probably the best place for American users, even though you have several other platforms that have several other altcoins and access to other altcoins. Yeah, another okay. good one I would recommend that I use more so is uh, CoinGecko. So CoinGecko is a, it's not an exchange. This is just for info. And it basically has like all stablecoin, altcoin, and shit like that. You can check on all the pricings, how how much you know, uh, where did how much did it enter the scene at, and then you can see from when it came out all the way up into you know the minute of how it's done, and then it'll tell you what wallets it's available on. Explorers, it'll give you their website. Uh, you can pull up the white sheet. So you're saying All people who are pretty new, like that would be pretty much the optimal choice of going instead of just downloading like an app and then just throwing money at it. I right? think honestly, it depends on your, how you're, what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah. You know, if you want to go and dabble, you don't need to go that far. If you want real pertinent information on what you're looking at, then yeah, right. that's, that's excellent. Because that's what you want. You want to know, you know, is, is this particular coin something viable or is it something that somebody made up like Elon Doge? <laughs> you is know this, what I mean? Is this another gay fish? Oh, man. <laughs> is this just going to crash and burn yeah. or just go is nowhere, this, I guess? Is this yeah. going to tron out after five is years? Is it going to go to the fucking yeah. moon? Yeah. Actually, I ain't going to lie. Five years is pretty good for any. <laughs> altcoin yeah you, you know right. what i mean well <laughs> i well, mean most of me, our or most of our investment strategies are on a five to ten year plan so for right. ours hit in those plan in, the, in those time frames yeah. we're looking good well okay i had bitcoin at 200 i think at 2014 we both so did. like yeah so i had big like two bitcoin and obviously today it's like 36 and was at the high of like Right now, yeah, thirty-six thousand right now, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever it is, like you know, I sold it at two hundred, and I had no idea that it was going to explode all the way in twenty twenty. Right? No one did it. Who could tell? No one did. Who could tell? I had this, and had I not done anything, I would still have that coin today. If and it's part of it is like I had to really, really understand what this thing was doing. I just saw it was like a way that I got paid for DJing a party and I just had this two Bitcoin. I'm like, cool. That's 200 and 200. That's 400. That's pretty good for a gig. That's fair enough for me. I'll just get my cash and just be on my way. And I sold it because I was concerned about like, I'm a computer security guy. I'm concerned about people hacking stuff and people taking money. But if you're able to like put this stuff in cold stores, they can't really do anything. Right. Mm -hmm. So being able to like hold on your coin is like a really, really important thing. And if I had just hold held on to that, this is the hardest lesson I had to learn just for however many years, it would have been definitely like factors more than the two hundred dollars than that it was oh, yeah. at that present time. Yeah. So again, uh -huh. be that is the hardest lesson I've learned. And I learned that 
like after like seeing all the stuff that happened in like was it 2016 2018 around then when it spiked and then it spiked again in 2020 sometimes you just need to just forget that you have it that's like yeah. the biggest lesson learned interesting with, you know long-term investment that you just have to just put the money down and understand that certain coins are going to be deflationary and are going to grow in value over time as competition for that coin. Once you identify that with like any of these different coins, like which ones are going to be good and get stores of value. And that's where you make your moves. Like if you can make your move early to be able to like acquire coin and hold onto it and then be able to, to be able to look at the long-term zoom out picture of your graph for five years, if you hold onto it that long, you'll probably be quite surprised and happy with like how far it goes because Uh a lot of these things are like perfect example in 2021 is when uh, I made my initial investment in Dogecoin at 4 cents today. It's still 14 cents. That's still how many times that's still three times. How many stocks, you know, like really do that, like (laughs) that quickly. Yeah. And, and then it went up all the way to like 70 something. Right. So it went up a lot. That's a lot. That's more than 10 X. Like, so it's I still 10x my money at 40 40 cents, right? So that's that's one time in 2021 that that happened. We are not finance people. We don't we're not, yeah. you know, we're idiots. And we're going to leave yeah. it as such. And I think Matt makes a really good point because I had the same situation and if you uh with Bitcoin, um I had a buddy tell me when and I purchased some coins when it was uh under or when they were around 200 bucks a coin. And not knowing my ignorance in Bitcoin at the time is what made me sell it. Not necessarily, you know, uh, the knowing the worth, just not knowing anything about crypto in general. You know, I bought it. I sat on it for a little while. I didn't really see any gain. And at the time, I was, I was still heavier in the stock market. So I sold it. Ten years later, <laughs> you know, you could have been sitting on a mini gold mine. The biggest thing I think that we all learned about cryptocurrency is you got to get past the talking heads, the people that are guessing. This this whole guessing game, which has got the market volatile right now, is the one thing that you need to ignore. You right. need to purchase and forget it. Do your research. Figure out what you, what you think is tangible for you. What's in your cost? In your in what you can afford to lose? Because you know everything's still a risk. Purchase it, sit on it, and forget it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same as if you're doing stocks. Like Mm -hmm. most people that buy into stocks as an as an investment, they're not trying to sit there and think like, oh, this shit's gonna blow up in in like six months and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking come the fuck up. Like nobody's thinking that, right? Like everybody who goes into stocks, they're knowing, okay, if I buy this stock, if I buy a piece of Disney stock now. Like that shit's gonna go up in five years. It's Disney, right? If you just uh, look, look at the history, like, it, goes, it goes up. It goes up. It's no, only been going up in dis- the last ten years. I'm gonna disagree on the stocks only because two factors. Disney goes up a little bit, but it's not enough to where you're gonna like. Most people that are in the stock markets that are making money are people that have. Hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars in the market where, hold on, where small fluctuations actually make a difference. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, if you don't have a lot of money in the stock market, and like you said, let's say Disney goes up ten dollars in that five year span, you're not going to see any real gains unless you're in Disney for like ten million dollars, where that ten dollar change or that five dollar change actually told some real, real value. But what I'm saying is, it's the idea of you have to look at it long term. It's yeah. just like yeah. your 401k. Your 401k oh, yeah. is the same thing. It's in stocks, right? You're for, they're taking your money and then they're putting it into whatever and diversifying it. And then over X amount of time, you get a bigger chunk than what you usually put in, right? So it's you're expecting that to happen. It's the same with most people that are investing in crypto. Like you have to look at it that way. You can't just, that's why I said you can't look at it as, okay, I'm going to buy this one piece of Disney stock. And then in six months, it's going to blow the fuck up. We know you're, it's not going to happen, right? Like you just have to look at the graph and understand that, okay, even if it went up X amount of percent, okay, my 50 bucks, how much do I gain off of that 50? It ain't going to be. Well, I think that also that also depends because, like even like with with when with Dogecoin, for instance, I think I've probably made out the best out of the three of us only because I was in Doge when Doge was a fraction of a penny, and that shot up in less than a year. So if you're thinking talking about time, time as far as value, I'm not talking about it. 100xing 200 no i'm not talking about that either dude i'm not you didn't let me finish my point (laughs) i mean i'm i'm i get what you're saying and i understand what you're saying as far as like looking at it as quote-unquote stocks and putting the time in i think what we're all alluding to is if you're trying to, to make an investment in crypto you need to make the investment and then you need to just let it simmer for however long you choose to let it simmer whether it be a year which we don't think is a valuable a viable amount of time we do think if you're looking to make smart crypto investments to see growth you need to make a five five to ten year plan on said crypto make your investment and let it sit for that time period so you can see the growth whether it be like you said whether it be 1x 10x 100x in crypto, all these numbers are are feasible, you know, if you're investing in the right thing. But then it goes back to what's the right thing to invest in, right? Well, yeah, right. but it's also, it's, again, it's, yeah, that mentality of just, okay, you got to let it sit. You can't just, like, you know, have paper hands and be here, like. Nobody you know, here in this group is paper hands. hands. Yeah, but that's what I mean, though, like. You know, like a lot of average, like he's saying, like a lot average. of people now are just buying, thinking they're going to see a turnaround, like in a month or in yeah. a year, and it's not necessarily feasible. It's not; it, it doesn't really work that way. Yeah, you might see something, like you said, like Grimace Coin shoot up eight thousand percent in a day yeah. or two. But yeah, so, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, if 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 you're coming in like that with that mentality, and you're just like, okay, I'm gonna take this five hundred bucks. I'm going to spin this fucking wheel and wherever the hell it lands, whatever altcoin it lands on, I'm getting. And then I'm going to wait and then see what happens. And I'm going to check that shit every day. Oh, if they're only going in with that five, with that mentality, 
then it's like, you know. They're probably going to lose it. And I yeah. get exactly what you're and saying. They might as well just send it to my to my address my wallet, and let me hold is, on to it. Yeah, 08 <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave it in the description, guys. So if you guys yeah. want to donate uh, well, to, yeah. uh, to their wallets. But yeah, you just got to have a, a di- you know that mentality, an investment mentality. For sure. You got to do your research and you got to be careful and you got to be patient. It seems like you yeah. guys have listed kind of like your experience with everything, but uh, what would you say got you interested in crypto besides the whole, uh, did it take that failure to realize that this was actually worth something? Or when you did realize that Bitcoin was going up, is that when you started like doing more research into it, like you did with stocks and other things? Mine came when uh, I was, this was, this was some years ago. Okay. And I was living in Guam. I remember that. And a guy was telling me about packages. Oh boy, don't get me started on this guy, man. We're we're not going to name any names, but uh, <laughs> we're going to name some names. We're going to name some names. We'll we'll just say his name is Jeff. We'll just say his no, name is Jeff. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding I know. That, I know. <laughs> uh, a lot of it had to do with like, okay, there's this digital currency. It has value. Put cash on it. And it can go up. You can take that out if it goes up way high, right? And it's like, okay, so it's like a digital stock, but the gains are a lot faster than if I put into, you know, if I dropped, I don't know, let's say 10 racks on this stock, on one stock, right? And I let it sit for a year. Now, I might only see 2% return on that, but this digital stock, this digital stock within a year just gave 50% return, and it's slowly creeping up and up and up by the day, by the week, to where this stock barely moves every month. So why am I going to keep fucking with a stock? That's tied to a company that's not really doing anything. When there's this magical digital stock, magical internet money, that's going up, and that was the whole thing. If I was going to take that that money and invest it somewhere, and I only had to pick between the digital stock or you know a company stock, oh, I'm going to go with this digital stock. Man, I think I was along the same same lines. I mean, I've been dabbling in crypto. For a very long time, I didn't start getting heavy into it. Maybe like the past three, three, three and a half years, and it was first that learning that learning lesson with the Bitcoin initially. But then it also, like for me, you know, I was thinking not necessarily of a faster return. I was thinking of how can I invest my money, being a person that has a smaller stack of money. You know, to me, the stock market is for millionaires. You know, you're not going to agree with that unless you're putting in a lot of exactly. money. If you're if you're a thousandaire like me, you want to see those same percentage returns, but on a smaller stat. You're not going to see that in the stock market. If you're putting a hundred dollars in the stock market, you might as well just throw that shit out the window. And that's mm-hmm. in all aspects of stock. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sure. Well, the whole thing from like I said, the whole thing for me is. What's a better investment for my mm-hmm. level of money that I can actually afford to 
put at risk. That's not an IRA. That's not a, a in my 401k or anything like that. How can yeah. I make an investment potentially double up my thousand <laughs> instead of trying to figure out a way to take this thousand in the stock market and double it up? The time frame, like DNZ said, the time frame mm-hmm. are significantly smaller on the crypto side. Whereas for me, the risk is, is initially smaller because they can take, I mean, you don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. You could buy a fraction of yep. a Bitcoin. You can't do that in the stock market. You cannot buy fractions of a stock. You either have to buy a stock and that's it. And that's the beauty of crypto in itself. You know, yep. you don't have to have, you can go into the crypto market with $1. And see gains on said dollar. Right. Whereas if you went into stocks with a dollar, I mean, what stock are you going to? You, you're in penny stocks. And if you're in penny stocks, you might as well just give me your dollar. Crypto. My <laughs> wallet is uh, 08XC. <laughs> oh my God. We'll put that in the description. Don't worry. We'll, okay, I'll definitely okay. put that in the description. Uh, you know, just but, now, crypto is, is a better tool for people that want to make these type of investments that just don't have the cash flow to try to make crazy stock, crazy big time stock investment. Well, what about Manila Ice? I kind of wanted to see his perspective because he did, uh, besides the story about, you know, how you got paid in crypto after that, how long did it take you to kind of like get into it more? Well, after like seeing the big spike in 2016, 2018, I know that there was a crash in 2017, but there was like a big spike where that kind of happened. That was when I was like, wow, it hit 10,000. That is crazy. Or or 5,000 or whatever mm-hmm. the high mark was. I was like, that is like however many X more than my $200 at the time when I had it. So when I kept kind of watching it and going, God damn it. Why did I sell that? Why? I'm freaking, oh, it's because I'm, I was afraid of hackers because I'm around a bunch of hackers. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just keep my greenbacks, right? So once, you know, 2020 rolls around, around March 2020, I was going, wow, like Bitcoin uh, is at 5,000. <laughs> Bitcoin is at 5,000. I'm an idiot. And then it kept going up to like, what is it, 68,000? Yeah, 68, once it hit 50,000. Yeah. yeah. Once it hit, once it hit fifty thousand, that was like a big deal and hit the news. I was just like, "Wow, I am like multiple times an idiot." Yeah. So I'm sitting there seeing this. I'm sitting there going, "Like, wow, this is like, I'm seeing all this stuff happening. There's this pandemic. There's all these things that are going on, and like, and then I'm seeing people talking about like what happened with the uh, with GameStop, like that that whole debacle with like people actually fighting people on Wall Street off of a uh, them short selling stuff and basically it screwed that whole like multiple companies that were like short selling and trying to like bet on I feel like GameStop they deserved going it. down. Yeah, they totally did, right? Yeah. And then when Robinhood, who's I you know, they're the worst. Yeah, not not great. Thieves in, in my eyes. These opinion. <laughs> That's just my yeah. opinion. Yeah. This opinion this is, does not yeah, reflect I, upon the Tales from the Lone Salesman podcast. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean well, once you saw that, once you saw that, you saw the very next day after they started cutting off, like the GameStop purchases, probably not legal in my opinion. They started pushing into Dogecoin, and then Dogecoin went up eight x in one day. Uh-huh. That's ridiculous. 
So when you see that kind of market volatility and it dropped back down to like, it was at one cent and oh, everyone damn. bought everything at one. Yeah. And he <laughs> was dancing. I was like, what was is dancing. this Dogecoin thing? <laughs> I, I'm sure like, I need to get in right now because it's like, it went from eight all the way back down to two. So it went back down. You lot, you know, if you bought it eight, you quote unquote lost money. Right. But you zoom back out today. It's, it's 14. You still, you're yeah, still you ahead. Up. And if you, you're up. if you even saw like the, the peak, it's, it got to 70. You, you were really, really up, but just keep zooming out see what happens. Like the, that's kind of where you have to like, you see it as like, okay, this is a store of value that w- will grow over time. This is well, some way. This is a brand. I could sit here and say, I own the Dogecoin brand and, and Shiba. That's kind of how like people can flaunt it. These are the Gucci well, of like, of crypto right if you want to you know frame it that way however I mean, you want to frame it uh-huh. like so like basically with all of these things seeing all this this market volatility and seeing like how people are buying doge and seeing these kinds of returns i sat on it and like i bought it and n- didn't go anywhere for like three three months uh-huh. didn't we're like we're like literally me and deer sitting here talking about it like wow this isn't going anywhere We'll just sit on it. Who cares? Let's mm-hmm. see what happens. Just sit on then it, it right? went, Yeah. Then it went up into like 12 cents. Then it went to 40. Then it went to, and then like, then it goes down. And then, you know, these things happen with like all these cryptocurrencies. That's why it's, as long as you hold on to it from the lesson I learned from before, I think it's going to be okay. And that's kind of how I got into cryptocurrency. I further got into it much deeper when the lights went out in Texas last year because of the freeze and it's freezing right now. And they're afraid the lights are going to go out again. Thank oh, you, man. Governor Abbott. So it's like these traumatic events are happening to me in my personal life that I'm like, you know what? Once the lights come back on, electricity is going to turn to crypto. That's what's going to happen. I literally seen right. someone that mined a ton of Bitcoin way back in, in the 2010s on and on probably have more money than the government with his Bitcoin and lives in Puerto Rico now, literally see an actual real life friend of mine that is ridiculously rich off of like Bitcoin. He just mined all that stuff early on and he hit it big with Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, well if you're able to like make money off of like computers and graphics cards and just keeping the, the thing to like, you know, help verify things on the blockchain, you're basically running out your computer in my eyes. You could classify that as free money to you because yeah, right. you didn't, yeah, because you're not having to do any, like, you yourself are not having to transact any mental work or, or any physical, or physical work. You're, yeah. you're renting out this this asset to, you know, which network of coin that you're helping verify transactions on. This is literally and, what you did. <laughs> yeah, that's literally yeah. what you're doing. And it's free to you. I want to talk more about uh, the mining aspects, too, because you guys... I was always curious about mining, and then when you guys kind of like, I saw you guys kept chatting about it, laying it out more, I started doing research myself, doing it. I like, kept bugging you to do it. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. so like we were harassing like, hey, bro, Yeah, just, just tell him. He harassed you. Dude, it's okay. we harassed everybody. Every day, every we, day, we he'd be like, like... We felt like it was something that was... Easy. Anybody with a computer... Yeah, anybody with a computer should be. As long as you realize whatever you're mining and however you're trying to mine gpu cpu rigs whatever you stay with under your power threshold once your power threshold starts to eat into your 
your your monetary limits, then you're mining too much. You're doing too much. Right. So, so yeah. you would, so for the common guy who maybe let's say has I don't know like a gaming laptop. Up. Yeah. Well, well, let's just say people who are still running maybe thousand series, two series. Um, uh-huh. Not everyone has a three series at the moment. Uh, except for you know me, Tim Ice. Besides that point, you know it's it's hard to get a, a three series nowadays. So for someone who's just getting into mining, maybe has a good gaming rig around maybe like one k or under, would you say it's worth it for them to get into it? I would yeah. say this. I would say this. Even if you don't have a game, you know, if you have a viable GPU or CPU. And you can find an altcoin that you like, that you feel comfortable with investing in mining. That's the beauty of mining. You don't necessarily have to have, I mean, don't get me wrong. The better you and the more GPUs you have, of course, the more you can mine. And it makes, you know, higher worth currencies, you know, more attainable. But at the same time, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You know, altcoins are at a point to where they're cheap enough where you can have basic setup and still mine and still gain you know you're gonna eat anything you mine you even if you're gaining you know pennies at a time you're still gaining okay so it works two ways right so you know if you got a decent setup then you should and if you're gonna do it in the altcoin you should try to find out like okay well what's if i have this graphic card if I'm going to only GPU mine and it's, I'm going for this altcoin. Okay. How much will it produce per day? How much will it produce per week or per month? Right. And then you want to try and find out, okay, how much would it cost if I run this setup uh-huh. all day, all, all week, all month? And then you got to see, okay, well, am I going to be making gains on this or am I going to be taking a hit because I'm using more electricity than I am? Right making gains but you also have to figure okay well if i'm taking a little hit do i feel that this coin is worth it in the long term or has a chance to grow in the long term yeah in the long term not in the short term right because you gotta remember if if we're talking about investments we're talking about long term let's put this out here now just just for the the just for the sake of the conversation our investments in crypto we're looking at long term five to 10 year plans for the coins and things that we're mining. If you're trying to do this seriously, you should think about what's it worth to you and what's your time frame. You know, I wouldn't go into it thinking you're going to make a quick buck because if you're going to make a quick buck, unless you have one of the best rigs or you just have a whole mining rig set up, you're not going to see that turnaround that quickly. For the sake of the argument, everything that we're discussing is, like I said, part of the five to ten year plan that we discuss, you know, as as friends and as investors. We're by no means financial advisors, yeah. but yeah, by no means. I put no like net money into this, so I mean, like, I'm technically not even investing. I'm actually just <laughs> holding onto these coins and, and just great. hoping that they hit it big. So, like for me, getting these like you know mine coins, and let me let me fully disclose this: I had Dogecoin, and now I I have. Bitcoin, I have Ethereum, I have Crypto.com coin, I have like Doge, I have Shiba, uh, I have Mana. There's like a lot of different coins that I'm basically diversifying and just trying to acquire. And I'm able to acquire that with raw computing by basically renting out 
my I... computer network in order for me to like keep this going and keep it rolling and keep it growing in that regard is I'm mining some coin that I am actually turning into dollars, which will then acquire a GPU or some computer, or I'm going to like purchase a computer and then basically mine coin to be able to cover that cost that over time, these computers are free to me with the coin that has been acquired. So and that's with more... mine done, I've been able to acquire physical hardware to acquire more coins through like this past year and a half, I guess, and be able to also like make good decisions about where I want to throw my hash rate to be able to acquire more coin at, at a certain rate. Right. So you're reinvesting into your setup and just making it better, more optimal. What Matt's saying and what he's talking about and what he's doing, that's like also more into like the advanced end of mining, right? And then the advanced end of trying to invest by diversifying your shit, right? And he's diversifying instead of him going, okay, I got this grand. I'm going to take this grand and then split it up five ways and put it into these five coins. Like since he, he got good, on his Dogecoin and selling it when it hit a 40, 40 cent high. And he basically, what, what'd you do, Matt? You 10 X. That was a 10 X. That was a 10 X. Yeah. yeah. And so he 10 X and then, and then sold. also at 70, like once it was like really, really high, I also diversified in Toshiba Inu. So like I literally uh-huh. had some leftover money and that's how I was able to acquire that coin. Yeah. So, so, so him yeah. doing that and then, Okay, now I got this extra money. Okay, I'm gonna. This is working out for me, mining. So why why don't I just get another card? Bought, took that mm-hmm. money, bought another card. All right, kept it mm-hmm. moving. Oh shit! I paid off that card. I'm making huh? extra money again. Shit! Let me get this other one. And then mm-hmm. so now he's he's getting in, into it more and more and more. Right, getting deeper into yeah. it. And he's yeah. not he's not doing it with like random. No, we, we've all discussed, we've all made educated decisions on what coins we think are valuable, when they're going to be valuable, and why. Yeah. And, it's, and a lot of it's once you get to that point, you have to, you have to do your research. Because if you're going to spend that kind of time, you're going to spend that kind of, of energy on it. You need to be making some type of gain. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's pointless to so, spend all that time and do all that work. I mean, even though the mining itself isn't work, but just, you know, trying to figure out what's going to work or what what coin is the best coin to mine for X amount of time for this reason. You know, that stuff. I mean, we spend a lot of time discussing which coins we think are going to be good in X amount of time and for this reason. I mean, honestly, watching things socially watching these talking heads talk about crypto and so forth and so on and people tweeting all that shit matters all that is tangible research i mean you you don't it's it's another level of of knowledge that you have with crypto that you don't have with quote unquote stock because you can see people making things trend you can see the loss of the gains i mean right now we're we're at a lull you know, crypto's down. Yeah. But do we seem concerned? No, because we, we know that this lull is temporary. There are reasons why 
the, the cryptocurrency is quote unquote down right now, but it doesn't bother us. One, because we've already made our initial investments years ago and everything we're messing with now, we're playing with now is kind of like made cash. That's why we call it free internet money because everything we're investing at this point, you know, we're gaining through mining and through prior Another Another factor into this is not only just holding the coin and mining the coin, it's also interest-bearing accounts. So initially, mm, yes. I was putting money into BlockFi. Um, I was, I've also had some money in Celsius, and currently I have myself in Nexo.io. Uh, and a lot of them are offering excellent, excellent interest rates on the coins. So when we were talking about the stock market, how many stocks do you know can grow themselves? <laughs> no. Like, with, yeah. like you can have dividends and stuff like that, but that right. gets issued to you. But like, how many times can you like get more fractions of a, a stock just incrementally put onto your just stock holding stock. every day, yeah. just for owning the stock? So this multiplier in itself, like, is what makes, you know, stable coin, like, attractive because those are offering higher interest rates. And you can also do it with Bitcoin and Ethereum and, like, a lot of the major coins, like Cardano and stuff like that. They're, they're offering pretty high rates, but stablecoin offers, the, like, the highest, like, interest rate at the moment with, like, a lot of these, like, interest-bearing now, accounts. With that so, being said, we are not financial off. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, 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 so podcast is not in charge of your. If you lose money, so, do not sue us. But Manila so, Ice is speaking facts. He's speaking facts. No, he is. Yes. He's speaking no, straight facts because as, if you think no, about this it, is, this is all like zero net zero money for me. That's yeah. earning interest and continues to grow. So, like, like I, I say this, don't like listen this. to those financial interests. Free internet money is what I'm it's, saying. As making yeah. interest, so, look, I'm making more money on interest in my coin exchange than i am on my fucking bank account yeah okay yeah. like i now, was literally not... telling matt <laughs> yesterday right matt mm -hmm. like about the argument of putting having it all in my bank account opposed to having it into one of these exchanges that that have those functions right Definitely. and how if you you know if you got a certain amount it's like it makes no sense Right. To leave it in the bank. You know what I mean? And and a lot of it, too, just has to do with, like, how I think this is going to, in the future, is a lot of these things, like, we've, we've, we're seeing it already, right? More and more places are accepting Bitcoin or Doge or right. Ethereum or whatever as, as, like, okay, that's a type of currency we'll accept. You can pay us in your dollar or in your yen or in your yuan or in whatever it is. Whatever country you're in, Your you can, yeah, but you can also pay in this cryptocurrency. What makes you think that 20 years down the line, 30 years down the line, however long down the line, this isn't going to be a majorly big it's a universe, it's going to be a universally accepted currency. You know what I'm I mean, saying? It's going to be. You got to think, think about it's better than paper. Think about currency. It's better than paper. Currency is only as value as only as valuable as confidence in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the other major coins right now have gained that level of confidence. I mean, Bitcoin ain't thirty thousand dollars per coin for nothing. Yeah. 
And you look oh, at Venezuela. But it's because but it's because of that verifiable chain trust that makes that the actual, you know, that mm-hmm. has that that commands that type of belief because it's mathematics. It's actually proving yep. that these transactions are real. You could do other stuff to be able to like get the Bitcoin, but there's not going to be the problem of double spend or any weird faking out of like the money. It's going yeah, to be uh-huh. verifiably true, cryptographically true. And the probability is so high that you have to verify these things. Yeah, so I mean, again, that's, re- that's really the future. That's, that's actual trust. Not just one bank, not just like three banks. There's like a lot of different countries and a lot of different networks that are doing verification on all of these transactions. Yeah. So lots definitely. of different clearinghouses that are making these transactions be trusted. Here's another example. Let's 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 talk about this. I had to transfer I had to transfer let's say 500 bucks for whatever reason in Bitcoin from one exchange from like my crack into Coinbase or whatever it is, right? That $500 exchange from one place to another, let's say if I had to move between banks, that's 2 to 3 days to transfer from one bank to another without it be costing anything, right? Or next to nothing. That takes a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, that happened to me in the course of probably four or five hours, and the whole thing was verified. I don't know, ten to twelve times. That's a lot, and, and it's gonna hit your account real time. And it hit my account real time within the four hours, and that's a lot of verifications that happen that don't happen with banks currently. Like it just takes a lot longer. And on top of that, there was like a one point five million dollar blockchain transaction that was part of that chain. So. They were able to verify within four hours the multi million dollars on top of like my my peasant five hundred dollars, <laughs> and it was able to do it verifiably, ver- verify it multiple times and do it securely and quickly. And I'm sure it was like probably like multiple countries are involved, so like there's no uh-huh. foreign tr- transaction fees. There's like none of these middleman fees. It's really like you're contributing to the network. It's really like relatively cheap to be able to do these like blockchain transactions. And it transcends basically moving country to country because we're just dealing in Bitcoin at the end of the day mm-hmm. or Dogecoin or whichever cryptocurrency you want to deal with. So, so in that regard, it's better than banks in, for sure. in, in being you know, able to, we're not finance to move people. stuff. We're not yeah. finance people, and, but I mean, talking talking about like the ease of use, I mean... Chase, you've you've traveled around a lot, and you know is probably more than I do how much of a pain in the ass it is to get money transferred from a U.S. bank account to a Japanese bank account with something like Western Union using a middleman app. It's so hard to transfer money internationally uh, without paying a lot. Talking about what Matt said, how easy it was to transfer from one institution to the other with as little fees as possible and as quick as possible. I mean. Chase, yeah. have I anything via crypto before? Yeah. I think we have, and it's been it's, fast. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's 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 <laughs> like I think the, what the longest it took was like maybe thirty minutes before. Yeah. But other than yeah. that, like me and Matt yeah. have literally watched it go like from both ends within ten seconds, fifteen seconds, thirty seconds. You know what I mean? To where yeah. like like you were saying, Paul, if I was to take thousand dollars from my u.s account and transfer it to my japanese account i'm waiting at least two days three days and, and the conversion 
And the conversion the, of the money, oh, there's too. A, there's the conversion, uh-huh. and you know the bank's going to take their cut because they got to convert it. And then they're going to charge you, what, 60 bucks or X, X percent of however much you're sending, right? So it's yep. like these places are always going to be in your pockets, right? Mm-hmm. Where if we're going exchange to exchange, like there's barely any fee, right? There might be a minimum where, okay, the minimum amount you can send is like 50 bucks worth of whatever. Yeah, right? but then That's you only want to have that one transaction fee from whatever exchange you're using. And yeah. that's probably that's it. You're yeah. not dealing with everybody yeah. taking their piece yeah. because we're going through a quote unquote financial institution. Yeah, like the only time it, it gets kind of crazy is when you're you're, you're using certain platforms mm-hmm. and you're trying to go from one platform to another. But even then, it's like it's only because maybe you're not hitting the minimum amount you should be sending out like let's say you're only you're trying to help somebody out a homie that's like trying to get oh. home and he need 10 bucks right if i was going to send him 10 bucks in btc this platform's going to charge me what 40 bucks because it's got to go to this other platform that's on a different chain if i send him 50 oh it's only like 2 bucks so some some platforms they have little bullshit like that yeah, of course, but it's still a lot cheaper than if I was gonna send Manila Ice fifty bucks and from Western Union because Western Union's still gonna take their cut, right? And of then course. they're gonna, and then You're it's basically gonna hit, enough. yeah, and then it's gonna hit an exchange because I gotta send mm-hmm. a pen to USD, so he's not getting a full fifty dollars at that point, or I'm having to spend more, more than fifty get, bucks get what he needs to have, yeah. So another thing that is really, really important too is like the speed, right? I just talked about Bitcoin transacting a multi-million dollar transaction within four hours. With Litecoin and the Litecoin variants, i.e. Dogecoin, that's another one where the transactions go ridiculously fast. And that's where like it took probably 30 minutes or 45 minutes to verify 92 times. Which is ridiculous for that for that chain. That's ridiculously fast. And Bitcoin was like twelve. And and try to do that at your try to do that at your local financial. Yeah. First of all, you're not going to get a million dollars that first day. Oh no, they're going to they're going to be asking all the questions too. Like all the questions. They're not doing that over the phone or the internet. I'll tell you. Oh no, you got to go in for that shit. You got to go in. And that's definitely got to go at least an hour or two, right? And then you got to take a couple. It's going to take a couple of days. Because you got to remember the bank's using that money too. Like, wait, hold up. If if you take this money, uh... we don't have money. So it (laughs) might take a day or two for them to put it all together for you. But I'm saying, like, you're going to be spending at least an hour or two there just to set all that up for them to take that extra, you know, however many couple of days. Yeah. 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 And imagine that's all both ends. Imagine if you want cash too, right? If you want cash, be like, I want to pull out a million dollars cash. That shit's not going to happen in that same day they're like well first we don't even have that much cash on hand and then then they're gonna be i mean i could tell you for instance like my bank gave me a hard time trying to pull out like 15 15 thousand dollars really yeah it's there it's sitting in my account it's all good but you know and my bank isn't i'm not in the same city as my bank so it was a real fucking hassle it was a real hassle like you couldn't even draw a check on it not even a 
No, it's not even a, like okay. So in the end, I end up having to create two cashier's checks, and I still wasn't able to get the full amount I need because there's, there's a limit. <laughs> like, yeah, who, why is there a limit? Like, look, what motherfucker, I get it. I, I might be getting blackmailed, but that's can your I get money. Some lubricant though. this time? Can I get some lube? I promise <laughs> you that my news didn't leak on the internet, and I'm not trying to pay someone to take it off. I mean, yeah, that's I like the it. whole thing. It'd be one thing. It's like, it's the cash in the account. It's there. And they're like, no, you can only take out XYZ per day. I'm like, hell no. That makes no sense. Yeah, we talked about this the other day, right? <laughs> like, you know, the banks, they're they are doing all this extra shit with your money that they ain't really telling you either. Plus, they're making money on top of your money, right? And you don't see nothing off of that. And that's like mm-hmm. what, going back to what Matt was saying in, in at least there's these programs set up in crypto where, you know, if you're letting them hold your money, they're doing stuff with your money, but they're also breaking you off of what they're doing with that money. Right. Because it's only right. Right. To where a bank, they're not telling you, Oh, by the way, like this guy came in, wanted to get a loan for a car. We ain't got the money for it. We got your money, so we're going to use some of your money for it. Especially if it's in a checking account. You know what I'm saying? And then once that finishes up, oh, we made X amount off that interest that Homeboy's car was for. And yeah, oh, but we put your your 200 bucks back there. And we gave you, you 0.002%. Not even, yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's just because your shit's there at the bank, right? Just, just yeah. like I said, we're not financial people. We're just trying to give you the our experience with financial institutions in comparison right. to using crypto. And that's why I brought you guys as... on the show. Cause I trust your opinion yeah. over, let's say bringing a crypto bro expert and he's here to tell me blah, 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 blah. Paper hands, man. Paper hands. Yeah. Like I, I don't give a shit. The whole thing with crypto mining, you know, I trust well, we're real people. We're you're, yeah, you're I, real. I life. trust you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, yeah. you, and not it's... to mention, even if you do, or if you didn't trust us, you see, yeah, in our in our yeah. chats, I'm like, okay, what's happening real time for us? You know, it's not like we're just playing along and pulling your leg. Like, yeah, yeah. we're going to fool Paul. Yeah, we got. The, I mean, we got we got <laughs> the Discord the bot in there. Story. Exactly, we got the Discord bot in there telling us the statistics. I remember at one point Chase was like, "D, if you don't stop fucking doing that uh, exclamation part P, I swear to God." It was like every 15, <laughs> 20 minutes or something. He was shit. like. I'm going like to take this week. Discord bot out of this fucking server if you don't take that shit. It wasn't even a week, it was that day. It was that day Doge <laughs> had bounced up to like 70 cents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were losing our minds. That's fine. Yeah. Like, we were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you did get it under a cent. So it's like, you know, 700% for you gain off of your under yeah, a cent. Yeah, I, I, I had a great I had a great run on Doge. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. That does not mean that I pumped and dumped Doge. Yeah, right. I mean, no, I took that and diversified. Exactly, and and going Maybe. back to the whole point of bringing you guys here is because you know I understand that you guys have been through ups and downs. You've learned your own way, and we're not here to like advise people on what to do with their money. More so, just telling you, hey, this is the experience we've had with it. So take this and then do whatever you want with it. Yeah, it's up to you, right? Like, we're just here giving off our experiences and and information that we've gathered. Hopefully, it makes it a little easier for you 
because you know now you don't have to do the research on those certain things that we talked about but it helps you like on your way down the rabbit hole doesn't dnz always sound like he's trying to sell you a snickers Oh, don't stop with the snick. We're not getting into that here, okay? All veins. All the veins. veins. It all all started going downhill. And the nuts and the creamy nougat, right? Oh, man. Okay, okay. So crypto. The tips tips are always the most creamy. The tips about crypto, yes. Okay. (laughs) Does everybody have their own tips for crypto? Um, Well, only certain people who are, you know. No, I when mean, I was uh, that was addressed to our group here. Yeah, I'm sure everybody has oh, their. I mean, yeah. we all dabble and we. Yeah, all I mean, stuff. the only tip, the, I mean, the most important tip is to is to join our Discord at yeah tinyurl dot. Oh, it'll be in the description. But sure, you know, if you want to ask questions, if you want to read up on the stuff that we're finding daily. Like, feel free to join, and if you want to ask more about mining, ask more about mining, and we're just there to help. If you, if somebody's seeking knowledge, and it's knowledge that we have, or we know where to get, and we can help somebody, like that's that's what we try to do, right? Like that's what we've done so far in that section of the Discord. I think, like, yeah, that's all we've done in that, in that, and we've been actually really good in. And our crypto Discord, unlike yeah. our other Discords, like Every, we've been really good in crypto. Yeah, in the other channels, it's a total shit show. Yeah, guys, the, just just don't go to main lobby chat. Just don't look at that. Just just look at the crypto info cha- text channel. Yeah, don't, just don't give I, them an invite to the main lobby. Okay. <laughs> I remember. I remember when the crypto channel was the main lobby, and we had to break it out into crypto info. So yeah, like, literally, yeah. that's what that, happened. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, hold up, we can't have this ignorant thing that I just posted and then me trying to talk to about be, money after that. Right. That's just not going to make it any don't sense. Work. This is, it don't no, work. no. So no, if you like, do talk, I, just have an open mind and hopefully you joke around like us. So that's really like I tell you guys, like I tell, like I've told you guys, if you're going to start investing in crypto, set aside whatever money that you can afford to lose. Don't go into it thinking you're going to make a whole shitload of money because it don't, nothing works like that. Just start off small. You know, I would advise everybody who wants to get into crypto, mine some crypto. It's the, the, the surefire way to get and what you want. Anyone yeah. can do it. Literally anyone. Yeah. I had my friend's kid show me his mining rig with his laptop and it's going through a nice hash and he's earning like a couple cents a day. The thing is basically free money that's coming in and he's able to invest it into whatever coins, you know, he wants to see mm-hmm. fit with the extra money that is his income. And he's a kid. He's literally yeah, like... Don't yeah. forget that cryptocurrency can be changed to any currency. Yeah. So don't think that it has no value. Because a lot of people go into this thinking it's a joke. And a lot of people that heckle it, it's because you know they don't see the game that you may see in a stock market. And that's because they don't realize that you know, in order for you to make gains in the stock market, you got to have a lot of money. And crypto, you know, you could buy, you can always buy fractions. You always buy a little bit. Currency. Right. So any amount of you money go. can get you started. Or a you can just start mining and not spend any money. But that's not just that. You could also mine and throw into an interest bearing account, and then it's always going to grow. 
So uh-huh. you can put that little bit of money and it could always grow until it becomes big money because it's constantly growing. So you can literally see that elementary school lesson of compound interest actually working for you. And not, not a lot of people have a lot of extra money just laying around. But if you just have this like little bit of money that will compound over years and years, that will become your extra money. And then that could compound. So like if you're actually able to set aside just a little bit and keep feeding that interest bearing account, or you hit it big on a coin and you want to park your gains and put it into a stable coin that can earn consistently earn interest. These are like literal economic market forces and people literally spend years and years of their life just trying to have that function of compound interest apply toward their retirement accounts. You can have this at a much smaller scale for you, a personal yeah. investor. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to mine, you want the the coin right now, just buy it. If you and have it be free, quote unquote free, then you can, you could do that too. So however you want to attack the problem, whether it be with actual hard money, with mining, with services, however, like however you want to be able to attain this value and have compound interest applied to your extra money that you have on the side that you you'd be willing to you know you're not going to be willing to lose it but you know you can afford to lose it right but you're not going to because it's going to keep going up compound interest yeah i mean as long as you do that you're you're fine Uh if you have a hundred bucks right like most people right now that aren't doing it right if they're at least putting they're smart enough and they're they're trying to like stack up at least taking every you know, check and they're going, okay, you know what? This check, every check, I'm going to take a hundred bucks and put it into my savings. So if you're going to do that and you at least have that mentality to say, okay, every check, I'm going to take a hundred bucks, put it in my savings, take that hundred, put it into one of the state. You, you know what? Don't even do that. Just if, if you, even if you're, if you're doing that, take half the, take 50. And put it into the stable coin. Yeah, at least yeah. then you're you're like diversifying in it. Whatever you feel comfortable with, I guess. Right? Yeah. right. Yeah. And then you know, and if you have a computer, mine. Yeah. That's and it. It, right. Like I, my computer is dual use, gaming yeah. and mining. When I'm not gaming, it's mining. Yeah, and you don't have to mine 24 hours a day. Mine when you go to sleep. Mine when you go to work. Yeah. Mine exactly. Mine That's what I'm you, doing. When you go boo boo, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. if you got a okay. computer and you you want to get into it, and you you know, and you're doing fifty dollars here, and you want to use that extra computer or or your computer to get some extra crypto, yeah, just mine. It doesn't hurt nothing. Here's another funny story I have. Okay. Right. Here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> I was at the grocery store one day and I found a quarter on the ground. And I didn't, I didn't pick it up because I knew that I had plenty of those being mined at my house, literally <laughs> in coins. Like, 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 I don't need to waste he my literally time. literally left money on the ground. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> obviously you could pick it up, but I was like, no, nah, that's, that's too much effort. This. No, no, no. Like, it's, it's okay. I want someone else. I'm going to put that goodwill on the earth so that someone else can pick this up. But I have plenty of those at the house and it's okay. And mine is interest bearing. That coin is not. I have to do a lot of effort to make that thing earn interest. Uh-huh. So that might not be worth the time. So 
that's another like thing about this whole thing, right? Like if if you're able to treat it as just like I want money while I'm sleeping. That's kind of the American dream of like being able to like not have to work your job but consistently making money while you're asleep. This is a good way to do that cuz your computers can work while you sleep. And it yeah. may not be a great load of money, but over time with compound interest, that might be that quarter that you found exactly. on the ground. And if you found yes. a ground, hell, if I found a quarter on the ground when I was like five years old, I was the richest kid on planet Earth. Hey, that's hell of I mean, bubble gum sticks. But you got to think is. about it. it you got to think about it like this. Like in the end, the the whole thing we're really trying to say is you can make, you can use any amount of money to make money. If you have a computer, you could be making money. And in the end, just sit it, sit it, and forget it. Yeah. If you sit up here and watch it every day, if you're watching it every day and you're disciplined, and you don't get scared. Yep. But that's going to turn you to paper hands. Yeah. If uh. you if you can if you can <laughs> get past what everybody's saying, everybody if you can get past the drops in the market and stick to your plan, I can almost guarantee you're going to see some growth in almost any coin. Any of the major coins or any of the major altcoins that are doing things. I mean, we're not just saying Doge for Doge. I mean, we see people using Doge. Doge has been accepted in the marketplace. Doge is being you can buy Doge at at freaking Bitcoin ATMs. So it's not like it. It's an altcoin that could be on the verge of being another major coin. But you know, no, it, it really give us is. Some time. It's it's hit the it social is. consciousness. It's yeah. like I said, it, it's the Gucci of crypto. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's the Gucci? I don't think Bitcoin was the Gucci. Yeah, I think oh. it's I think it's like the Supreme. Oh man. <laughs> it could, the Supreme. It yeah. Be, yeah. Who's Patagonia? What, what, who's Supreme? Which one's Patagonia? Patagonia will be Ethereum. Okay. <laughs> maybe okay. maybe Cardano, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just making sure. Yeah, Cardano. It could I, be Cardano too. I mean, Patagonia shit is expensive, man. I, I know, man. Everyone used to have one, but now I refuse. Uh, like REI Patagonia, I'm good, man. That's for that's for <laughs> upper 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 class uppities. Folk. Yeah, uppity folk. <laughs> well, hey guys, mm-hmm. I appreciate all the insight on this. Do you guys have any other closing thoughts you'd like to give on uh, this discussion? Oh, uh, I wanted to. You're not bring up- financial advisors. I- Yes. I wanted to bring up D's foolproof plan for crypto. Okay. Like this is his this is his operating like procedure for buying crypto. You buy it on your phone and then you throw the phone in the trash can after you're done. That's Amazing. how you keep that's how you keep those diamond hands. Okay. That's 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 the operating procedure. You just gotta be disciplined, man. Just for sure, don't for sure. get scared and stick to your plan. Like my whole plan, like I'm not touching any more doge period till my 10-year cycle is up i have more than enough i'm good on it i'm almost at that point with my shibu inu where that's going to be at its peak and i'm done with it and then i'm going to let those cook for years (laughs) right Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna Mm -hmm. you know mine something different i don't want to say what i'm gonna mine next because then you know people you know we've discussed what we're here next. first on the tales from the salesman podcast no i'm just kidding <laughs> but you know me and i know me and manila and dnz we've all discussed like the next few steps that we want to do and i think my next 
currency I'm going to mine. I think that's going to be the next, honestly, big thing. All right, so, though. Yeah, well, where can we find you guys? Uh, DJ Manila Ice, DJ DNZ. We know you guys uh, streaming on Twitch. Uh, have some stuff on Instagram every now and then. Is there yeah, anywhere else we, we could find uh, you? We don't stream financial advice. We don't. St- no. Yeah, they're, they're strictly music. <laughs> they're, they're not uh, crypto bros who have uh, lectures on, on all that. What about you, Pinfresh D? Is there anywhere um, people could find you if you're trying to? People will find us on the Discord. I mean, okay. I don't think that would be the if if yeah. you're looking and you have like serious uh, questions or a serious attitude in the crypto Discord is where you need to address those questions and those comments. Yeah, definitely. Even if you want to just come and hang out and right. and don't think don't lobby. think you're above getting cussed out because you it may. It yeah. probably will happen. If you guys so. want to get into the Discord, you know, just find me on Twitter at the Lone Salesman and uh I'll send you guys an invite if you're interested for sure. Well guys, I appreciate you guys being here. Um I had a lot of fun doing this. You guys were extremely professional, gave some good advice, and also told people, hey, you know, we're just doing this for fun for our own personal reasons. Like D said several times, we're not fi- uh, financial advisors. We're just here to talk about it. So with that being said. Thanks, guys, for stopping by, and I'll see you later, and uh, see you next time. Bye. So, see y'all.